Yo, T-Bone, did you produce this? Sounds good, right? For me, that's still the major mystery. The person who bought it and uploaded it, that's the big mystery. No one's ever come forward on the Discord and said, yeah, I'm user blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm the person who did that. Mm. No one's ever claimed that. Who the hell put it on 4chan? Why would they do that to her? Yeah. There's an element of if people have listened to it and liked it, then is there a parasocial thing that people think they know you? If you've not asked for that, then it's, it's, it's hard to deal with when you weren't expecting that. I, I guess, like, we're not famous famous. When you see, like, like really famous people, you know, like, it takes them years to, like, probably adjust to how they live their lives and how they treat people and stuff. From Sounds Good Right, this is Lost Wave, the most mysterious song on the internet. This is episode two of our miniseries, and it's all about what happens to a band once they're rediscovered. This is the story of Panchico. 1997? Something like that. That's kind of when we started writing our own songs, because mm. we've been a band that did covers beforehand. School time. 15? 16? Something like that. I reckon we were playing like, more covers at 15, had a few songs at 16, and then it was like 17, 18, where we were like, oh, we kind of have enough to do a demo. Yeah, promptly got lost. We made about 30, probably, because mm. it was just one at a time. We sent them out to a few labels. We no, we only had one response from Fierce Panda, said, when are you going to do a gig in London? And we were mm. like, oh, how do we get to London? Oh, I don't, I don't know. We, <laughs> we just can't go to London, because it was beyond our capacity to imagine at the time, I think. It would have been a big adventure, and it would beyond any sort. We were just like, why, why can't he just come, in, come to a gig in Nottingham? There's a CDR with a little sticky, with a nice little sticker on the actual CDR and, and I've printed out a bunch of, bunch of covers and stuff. And it looked like a sort of a thing. It looked enough of a thing for someone to put it in a charity shop and for not to be thrown in the bin immediately. Yeah, like yeah. 20, 25 years later or something. Many years later, 2020, two months before lockdown, I woke up on a cold January morning. A cold January And I had a weird message on an old Facebook account I had. It's a defunct page I hadn't used for like five, six, maybe I'd say maybe even 10 years. Why would anybody engage with that page? Two random people in America contacted me and said, are you the singer of this band, Panchico? And the odd thing about that was, I know that I never put it on the internet. I don't think Andy ever put it on the internet. Why would we put an old demo like that on the, the internet? The internet wasn't even there when we made it. And are you the lead singer of this band? I said, I don't know, maybe. How do, <laughs> how do you know about that you... band? Then they came back very quickly with, um, your CD death metal was uploaded to the internet on 4chan and we're part of a group that is trying to hunt down the original members because the original upload is is distorted and rotted. We're a group that are particularly interested in finding the master tapes of it. 
My answer to that often is I occasionally I'd open up my huge CD wallet that I'd never listened to CDs, but I'd be moving house every once in a while and I'd open the CD wallet and I would see that CD and go, God, thank God I'm from the generation that doesn't upload everything I ever did. But I hadn't listened to it at the same time as well. So I had this perception of it, of, of what it sounded like. So after the initial conversation with Facebook, they said, just, just type in Panchico, just find, like, have a look. I typed in Panchico in Google and before I pressed enter, I honestly, I hovered over it for about 10 minutes. I pressed the button, quite a few things came up. It said to me, I think, oh, we've got a Discord group. Because I think initially I said it should be left in the past and then they let, sent a load of pictures from Discord group because they knew I wasn't engaging with it or on Discord and they just sent me a load of messages saying, oh, this is what we think. And at the same time as that, I messaged Andy quickly on Facebook and said, Andy, type Panchico in the internet. Go on. Dang <laughs> My parents are Welsh, so my real name's Owain. So it's spelled O-W-A-I-N. Because the issue was with the demo is we didn't put our second names on it. We only put our first names as so-and-so sings, so-and-so plays guitar. So it was just Owen, John, Sean, other people on it. So there was this whole mystery of the, the, the actual CD when they looked at the sleeve notes because it only had first names on it. So they didn't have a clue what my second name was. But I think with my name, they were able to basically go to Facebook, go, okay, if this band was from Nottingham, let's look, search everybody in the Nottingham area with that name. Mm. And I guess they probably would have got it down to like, Maybe what, like four, like or, five four or five people. So they probably just randomly messaged all of us. And initially, for the first two messages, I kind of said, I don't know, I, I might know that band. After I watched the videos, I think I said, yeah, yeah, I was in that band, I was the singer. When that all started, I remember the Discord group had this like um, Google Docs page, this public document that people were filling in what they knew about the band. And what was interesting is they'd already contacted like something like 10 or 20 different people about the band who had all said, look, I'd love to help you, but I, I, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. First thing I, we heard on the internet, like, so if we typed in Panchico, the only thing that came up with this, was this rotted, degraded version, which I thought was really fucking cool. Some people love the idea that it was something so modern, it had only been recorded supposedly, you know, in 2000, but it sounded more fucked than yeah, it's something like, that's 50 years old or whatever. Like, conspiracy <laughs> saying that it's been recorded like. It's just a massive marketing thing and it was done like 2020 or something. We found this community on Discord that discuss our music and they've only got this knackered version of it. And I've told Andy and Andy's in Korea. And then you tell Sean as well, who's in the band. Yeah, and said, I told Sean about it. And Sean was, you know, Shawnee about it all. Oh, that's, yeah, that's all right, isn't it? <laughs> Sean was in Cambridge. Sean's in Cambridge. John, drummer, we, we haven't found him, but we got a different John drummer, so yeah, they're pretty much disposable. Is he unaware of this, or is he...? Yeah, yeah, as far as we're con we're aware, he's, he's not aware. When you haven't asked to have your stuff put out there, and then people are doing the internet thing of... Because they're going to rip it apart. They're going to rip your work apart, say you're, you're yeah. all these things under the sun. I think it's about, like... <laughs> you know, you put you put songs out, and you do that as a 
you do it on purpose and conscious sort of you record it you release it you're kind of ready for the criticism i think with this you, you kind of we kind of obviously we were 20 years ago okay with it to but but i think a lot of time has passed and a lot of sort of i mean it's just sort of a disconnect from the music A really important moment, though, was when we did get a clean version of the CD from our friend Henry. We gave the clean recording to this guy called Dismiss Yourself. He was the first one to hear it, and I think he felt quite privileged to be the, one of the first people to hear this clean version. He timed it to upload on YouTube, and I kind of completely forgot about it. And I remember waking up one Sunday morning and thinking, oh, shit, that thing's on the internet. And I went on and checked it and checked the premiere, and I sort of came in halfway through. And then there was this beautiful moment where there was like about about 500 people all in the chat, like talking about listening to it. What surprised me is loads, some people were like, to them, it's better than the rock version. They were like, I actually love these clean versions of the band. And I thought, I, I, I personally thought when they hear the clean versions, they're going to see it for what it is. I think one of the first weird things you said to me is that you went on the Discord and go, you went, so they're having a karaoke night? and they're singing the songs off the demo. Once they'd heard the clean version, I think, because before, the, when they had the, the rotted version, they couldn't work out the lyrics, I think. That moment was really interesting, because then when the clean version came out, then there started to become this whole movement of people who liked the original version of it. I uploaded it to Spotify, and yeah, we were quite surprised how it initially was received and how many people mm. were listening but it's over like 120 million now streams and we're just like that's a, that's a lot the original rock cd was death metal which was four songs and we found yeah. another cd called kicking cars two or three songs on it yeah it had three other songs on it and so when we played that they heard the original versions of death metal and then the people who were really into it kind of lost their shit over the next three songs so that sort of had this, like, they were like, well, if you've got more stuff, then, you know, that's really unexpected. We didn't, we didn't know you had that. And then, like Andy said, we went and found pretty much everything we've ever released and, and put it out there, which is a strange thing for an artist to go, let's start doing, <laughs> let's start a music career by just having everything we ever did available. Like yeah. all the mistakes, all I the shitty four tracks. I really love how, everything. how all that is. And it's, and it's really liberating. We had a lot of personal attacks. People were like, you're a fucking, you are a liar. Even now, people still say it. Yeah, they still like, say it. Occasionally they, they, pop up. They go, and, <laughs> and, we got, and then you get to the point where you go, look, you believe what you believe. Look, I know it's the truth. I lived it. I was starting to question myself <laughs> at some point. They were so certain that it was definitely a load of old balls that I was starting to think it might be as well. We wanted to do like a live stream or something so we could avoid showing our old selves to the world we've been through about 33 been states a lot of states so we're um, more popular in america than i guess yeah. here we've always had much more of a following in la particularly and it sort of then blew out of la to like different areas like new york's really popular big cities for music really i guess la new york chicago and then Houston, Texas, Texas. The whole of, yeah, whole of Texas. Like these, these sort of centers of population yeah, and all, music. That's great. Seattle, yeah, they played that. 
the CD in a charity shop. Where was the charity shop and who found it? Is that no. known? Good. Yeah. That, I've got a theory. I don't know for sure. You don't yeah. know. Well, it was found in Sherwood. Yeah. I think it was our friend Lucy who, up until recently, I think lived in Sherwood, and she would have maybe had a copy of the demo from 20 years ago, and I think she threw it. And a good job. She the charity She's shop. against putting it in landfill. Yeah. She just put it in there. So, I'm after, but I'm pretty sure that's who did it. And then who bought Do we know who bought it? Who picked it up? That's still the major mystery. The person who bought it and uploaded it, that's the big mystery. Mm. And you never know, it might be someone we know. Who knows? I think the nicest thing about it, right, is that I used to feel a bit like um, maybe disconnected from young people, even though I work with them. What this has done is made me realise, oh, no, people are always good. It's been a really nice thing about talking to younger people who like music. Oh, I like music now and I like music then. I've spoken to so many fans who are listening to really cool music, such cool music. They, they've shown me really great artists. I just mm. have got so much hope yeah, and some of my positivity stuff. from yeah. engaging with yeah. audience. Here's a question. What would you say to those kids then? Like, you know, those kids that obviously were you uh, making this music back then. It, it, like, would you tell those kids anything i don't think i would change anything <laughs> no i wouldn't i wouldn't because it is it's like it's wonderful beautiful messy embarrassing mm. it's all these things and that's life isn't it you, like you can't be cool like who wants to be cool you can't be cool all the time people gonna... know we're not cool yeah they know, and, and if, you, if you go to a pantico <laughs> show it's you know what i'm like <laughs> yeah and that makes it cool it's that like makes that. it a great experience because it's honest i don't know it's yeah it's, I have a good time. Thanks to Owen and Andy from Panchico for talking to me. Andy has actually released records on a label that I set up many years ago. The record label is called Hello Thor. And those records from Andy are under the name We Show Up on Radar. And they're excellent. As is Panchico. Find them on their Bandcamp page, which is in the show notes. This was episode two of our mini-series, Lost Wave, the most mysterious song on the internet. Yo, T-Bone, did you produce this? Sounds good, right?